can hear clearly now, now the, the sun is gone. Here. I can see, see all, all obstacles in, in my way. path. Gone are the dark, dark and dusty days I hate. hate. It's gonna, it's gonna be, be a bright, bright, sunshiny day. Wait, why did you sing that part the right way? Because <laughs> I think I got all of it accurate. Why? I was trying to imitate you, silly goose. How much, what would you say? I got 60% no, of that correct? Uh, well, th- yeah, you got the last line right. Uh, no, but I mean... It's gonna be a bride. Word by word, I was pretty close. N- nope. I was... Welcome to... And I thought you were being silly, silly goose. That's why I joined you in being silly. You heard exactly hi, as much. Hi, welcome to... mostly Selena because she requested this episode, right? And mostly everyone. Mostly we everyone? don't play favorites on the Hollywood... <laughs> what a movie question mark. Yes, yes, this is... What a movie, so, um, for those of you who listen to the Hollywood Fishbowl but have never heard what, what a movie question mark... Sing, Swinky, set it up. There was a time when we were in Japan when Pew realized, hey, Swinky says really silly things when watching movies she's never seen before, and it's fun. Mm-hmm. Why don't we put her on in front of a mic to say those things after <laughs> she's watched the movie? Wait, before she watches the movie and after. And then that's that's what we did. And uh, we had a couple of episodes. We had one season, right? More than a couple. I think yeah. we had a good 30 or 40 episodes. Oh, okay. It ran for a while, and we that's had one season? hundreds of subscribers. We did, yeah, we did... <laughs> We did uh, some movies and it was yeah. fun commenting before and after. People would ask me what I thought the movie was about. Sometimes we would just go off of what the title is. Most of the time he knew what the movie was, so it was entertaining for him and for anyone who's watched the movies. Anyway. And we got an email. Swinky just saw Psycho for the first time. Mm-hmm. Alfred Hitchcock's classic <laughs> two, three, five, yet still black and white feature film. Mm-hmm. Um, and we got a message from Selena. Shout out, yo, Selena was was popping. Sis, Sister little sis. She's not my sister-in-law. She's my sister-in-law. Pew. Mm. I have a say on this too. And she said she wished that there could have been a uh, what a movie about Psycho. And I realized I also wished that there could have been a what a movie yeah. about Psycho. Mm. But it's too late. The time is gone. Because we've already watched it. And you already did. You enjoy it? I did thoroughly. Yes. Yes, I was very surprised. I remember back when we were just starting dating, and I said we should watch Psycho. And you said, "Who would want to watch a movie called Psycho?" <laughs> saying that yeah i go by titles mm-hmm. if something sounds scary and that it would be disturbing to me in any way i avoid it i don't bother myself well it's it's good I like that, to watch things that, that in this smile. house in this house you have an academic and a film professional who doesn't judge these books by their covers so to speak but is able to dig a little deeper good yeah you you have that task Mm-hmm. I'm not going to scar my brain any more than it already is. <laughs> <laughs> that said, um, I, I don't, uh, Biodome wasn't that good. That was that was not one of my that hits. Was that was a how, how far in did we make it? 30 minutes. 30 minutes, okay. We, Which, stuck, we got the idea. We, we get it. We stuck it out, yeah. Um, Parasite. Parasite is the one we're going to watch today. I'm really excited to be Parasite. seeing it on a big screen. So we're watching this mm. uh, for, for future listeners in yes. the year 2550 who hear this. <laughs> uh, Parasite has already won the Oscar for Best Picture. Yeah. Um, it's the first foreign film to do that. Yep. But we have not seen it 
because of that win, there is an encore screening going on downtown, mm-hmm. scooped up tickets as quick as possible. Yep, yep. And we're going to head down that way and, and watch this supposedly good film. Mm. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. But before we do all that, I would love to know, what do you think Parasite will be about? Just going by the title and the, the, um, the posters I've seen mm-hmm. of the people standing in various positions with their eyes blacked out. Mm-hmm. I think it's about people losing their identity. Oh, wait, mm-hmm. no. I've heard rumors that it's about a class, uh, so, uh, classes in society, people of different castes yep. and, and different income levels and how they interact with each other. So I think it's going to be Enough about of a this. Family. Let's get some plot. Tell us about a plot. You're getting to it. About a family. I think it's about a family that has to survive by being a parasite on another family. So maybe they work for that family and that family is not nice, although they're rich and they provide for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think it's one family that lives off of other families. So you reckon that the parasite is going to be the lower class who's feeding off the upper class, but, um, but also vice versa because the upper class are feeding off of the lower class. Cause the upper class need. can't be that high yes. without being a parasite to the lower mm-hmm. class as well. That's what I think. I don't think it's a biochemical warfare movie. Who do you reckon we're going to be siding with in this film? I think we're going to side with the little people or the ones who decide to do it differently. And what I'm you, congested, pew. I'm congested too. I'm trying okay. not to gurgle my nose on mic. Okay. And it's taking all the strength. The strength <laughs> of a thousand men cannot stop me from gurgling. You don't want to hear it in your headphones. Not at all. Not at all. You're what lucky. do you think it's about, pew? Um, hmm. I think... I think you pretty much got it. Mm. Um, I, I think I'm I'm very happy. Wait, what do you mean? I pretty much got it. Have you seen it? No, no, no. If you'd let me say the next okay. sentence. <laughs> okay, you. you I see to the flow. The next sentence might shock and surprise you if oh you my. hear it to the very end. Um, I've been very happy with how much... The story has not been in the common dialogue. Everyone who sees it just says it's fantastic and that they don't want to talk about the plot because it's such a good movie. Just go and enjoy it. Mm. That said, you can kind of read a little bit around the corners that Mm. it's about a caste system, about Mm. different classes. Mm. Um, And I think you probably got it. Really? But I don't know. I I wouldn't be able to suggest much different from you. Maybe there will be some kind of uh, faux supernatural element where there mm. is a, a movie monster parasite that causes people to be in the upper that caste. That makes them or th- blind and that's why their eyes were blacked out. A parasite that makes you lose your eyesight. See, you're so much better at this than me. You just Really? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I spent too much time reading books about how to structure movies and you're all you just go wherever the muse takes you. <laughs> You've always been better at this than me. I cede the floor to you're you. You're a better writer than I am though. You're really good at writing. I admire writing, baby. I really look forward to reading more screenplays by Jesse Pugh Kester. Should I put that on the cover? Mm-hmm. JP Kester. Mm-hmm. No, J.J. Kester, you want the, all the rights to come to you, as they should. <laughs> Jan, Jan, Jan. I think, I, therefore I am, that you mm-hmm. have a, a, a good premise. Yeah? I don't, I, don't, I don't know that there will be much of a supernatural element. Mm. I don't think this film will freak you out. When, when I heard the title Parasite, I thought, there's no way we're watching that together. That sounds too... Together. 
together. <laughs> T-O-O. It sounds excessively scary. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I'm looking forward to seeing it. When one best picture, though, that means that means yeah. it's it's not you know excessively something scary. something I heard that Quen Rin Raran Rinro, mm-hmm. also known as QT, mm-hmm. he is a cutie. He, he used to he used to <laughs> nice one, Pew. <laughs> he when the movie came out, he was tweeting about it and adding it to lists of much what must watch movies, mm-hmm. and that's how the the movie came to be known in the U.S. and um, Boon San. Mm-hmm. Boone, Mr. Boone, who the director, he was thanking QT for for promoting his film for him. Otherwise, it wouldn't have gotten anyone's attention did outside you, of South Korea. Did you get that story from Tarantino or from Boone? From Boone. Okay. Boone Sang, yes. Because I don't think that story is fair. Yeah? Freaking everybody was tweeting about it. Anybody who had any sense and had seen the film oh. was singing its praises from the mountaintops. But if QT puts it in, on lists and keeps reminding people and urging them to watch it, mm-hmm. I think that makes a significant difference. Uh, there's a JT who was the first one to mention it to our family, Justin Trim. Oh, hi, Justin Trim. Thank you for the suggestion. He did suggest it. Wait, yeah, how did long he come ago, about it? Yeah. He's got his thumb on the pulse. What are you talking he about? He knows what's happening. Yeah, he keeps but track of movies. But there are a lot of good movies that aren't in English that go underground. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody yeah. knows about them or has heard of them. Oh my, I'm looking forward to watching this. Oh my. Me too. Let's talk Biodome for a minute. What was your favorite part of Polly Shore's performance in Biodome? I was hoping we had already closed that chapter when you skated by it <laughs> a few sentences ago. Biodome is a waste of time. I thought that it was, because the only way I, the only reference I'd had of Polly Shore at that point was him being made fun of in the Herald. Okay, slow down. A Herald is an improv show. It's, an it's improv a type show. of improv show, I went a thirty-minute program. Show and I heard them mentioning the name. And they Polly were goofing show. on Polly Shore. Sure. And they were talking about how he's looking for specifically an assistant who is an Asian female. Mm-hmm. He's put that on Craigslist and other classifieds. Yes. So that's the only context I had of who Polly Shore was, or is, and then Pew brought home. Well, Pew picked. Biodome. Yes, it was. It's free to watch on, on YouTube, YouTube with, with ads. ads. Um, and I had never seen a Polly Shore movie. Yeah. I had been aware of Polly Shore mm-hmm. uh, from from my younger days of watching MTV. Yeah, yeah. And boy, never boy, it. howdy are those Polly Shore movies? Oh my bad. goodness! Okay, if you haven't watched it, don't. If you have, I think you agree with me. I think you would agree with me that after the stupid book scene where he hits his friend That's the, in the first face. scene of the movie after the oh, opening credits. There's the there's that stupid scene where his friend chews off his toenails. Oh yeah, yeah that it's happened. It's disgusting. There's nothing about it that's nice. I had to walk away because I couldn't see anymore. <laughs> I just I don't see it's such a waste of time and then I forced myself to read something nice and intellectually stimulating because what are you that reading? is the laziest Wrestling with the Devil by Ngogewa Thiongo. Why would he's you be a reading Kenyan that? Writer. He he's he's okay. First of all, I met him <laughs> when we did that TV show in Kenya, mm-hmm. and he gave me a signed copy of his book. So when I finally got time this year, in the House I, of I the Interpreter, it. is that yes, the title? Yes, yes, called In the House of the Interpreter, and it's a really good book. I enjoyed it. It's a memoir stories from his time at Alliance High School. It's one of the top rated schools in Kenya, and uh, he writes about that time and how it informed the person he is today. And it, 
includes, because he's in his 80s now, it includes stories of British occupation of Kenya. Mm -hmm. And there's so many things that we've glossed over in history lessons that we didn't know about colonial times. Some people remember colonial times fondly. I can't, I, I mean... Reading his book and his accounts has opened my eyes to what it really you was. You mean some was... non-colonists think of colonial times fondly. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We hear people saying that the British were benevolent uh, benevolent uh, captors and, and, and rulers. No, they were not. They were, they were mean. They were really mean. And they, it was slavery, mm -hmm. but in a, in a more controlled environment. It wasn't as widespread as it was in America, where it's part of the law. Mm -hmm. But it, 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 they have left some very deep scars because the, the systems that they put in place continue even today. So anyone who's in power oppresses people who they think doesn't have power because of the, the colonial practices that were established. Anyway, I'm just learning a lot about Kenya that I didn't know about my own country. And it's so heartbreaking. <laughs> I was reading it before going to bed last night. Mm-hmm trying to wash off the taste of biodome and it really took me to a time where I didn't exist and I was thinking, mom went through this. Mom was a kid, a teenager. When these guys were around, you know, uh, shooting people at will, lashing them, tying them to trees, they had this myth that Africans die when they want to. You just say, I want to die and then you die. And you fall over? Yeah. So they said, oh, you know, we're actually helping them when we kill them. Because they want to die. That makes that was zero an actual sense. myth that was circulating around British colonies and the colonial colonialists. So why wouldn't these these people be dropping dead if they wanted to die? There's there's a, a obvious and then, logic flaw in all thing. of that. This is another the hubris. They couldn't understand why people were fighting back. They were like, we're we're coming to make your lives better, you barbarians. Why are you fighting back? <laughs> And people are just looking at these white ghosts who've come to take their land, steal their 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 money. There were there were some colonialists who would come and just take hundreds of thousands of acres and just register them in their name and say that's mine. And this legacy has continued, and that's why land grabbing is so commonplace in Kenya, and I imagine in many other Af African countries where the uh, the colonists colonialists came and decided that they, it was theirs. It was their, theirs for the taking. Nguki Wathiongo, I think he's a national treasure. I wish he wasn't exiled. Um, and I'm going to continue reading his books. This one's called Wrestling with the Devil. Wait, when was he exiled? Because we met him in Kenya. We did. He visits, but he left because of the regime and mm -hmm. he settled in America, which op welcomed him with open arms. You guys love exiles, especially intellectual ones, because you can hire them in the schools to teach people a different uh, way of thinking. It's, it's good that America opens up, it opens up its uh, doors for political prisoners and exiles. So it, he was exiled during the Moy regime. President Moy was our second president. He just recently died. And uh, he just settled here. Now he's free to come home, but he doesn't want to. His life is here in California, actually, and he's he's settled. He's fine here. And I'm glad that here there are uh, publicly funded or and, and also private organizations that have realized what a treasure he is and they've been funding his books and publications. And yeah, he, they've just, he's really blossomed out here. 
there a play he wrote it's called I will marry when I want Gahika Deda it it's one of the reasons he was arrested and thrown in prison and the one I'm reading now wrestling with the devil is a prison memoir that he wrote in prison on toilet paper Anyway, we will continue when we come back. Yeah, right? why don't we go see a movie and then mm-hmm. we'll come back and all we need before we do that is your mm. signature catchphrase that I it, love movies. I'm deadly serious. We keep spending most our lives watching Bong Joon-ho's Parasite. Bong Joon-ho, Bong Joon-ho, Bong Joon-ho, Bong Joon-ho. That was perfect. That was excellent, baby. And I'm talking about the song, and I'm talking about the movie. And the movie. And Bong Joon-ho, everything. And the director. (laughs) It was so good. And the popcorn. And the company at the theater. The popcorn was good. What I didn't like was how long I had to wait in line for that popcorn. And then I thought, oh, there are people with their families here and children. And they only get to do this once every few weeks. Yeah. So, yeah, it's okay. Line up, Swinky, and shut up. And and just enjoy it. That is why Mm -hmm. uh, I am always so eager to get to the theater about half an hour early. Mm -hmm. Because there is a fair bit of business that you might have to do before you can sit down. It's not like popping Mm -hmm. in a DVD. Mm Mm-hmm. When you are in the movie theater, it's more of a commitment. And you get to see other families. I don't think I've seen that many families congregated in one place, just kind of standing, not really doing anything Mm -hmm. (laughs) since I got here. It was nice. (laughs) It was my first time at a movie theater in America. It was nice to see. Movie theaters are what you do when you want to do things with people, but not with people, really. Right, right, When you want to kind of get rid of them. (laughs) right. You want to you want to uh, create the illusion of mm-hmm. togetherness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but also get rid of everyone. Yeah, yeah. Okay, guys, enjoy the movie. You go see Mega Mind. You go see Sonic, <laughs> and we'll be over there. At- yeah, <laughs> it was nice. It was a nice family fun fun day. We're lucky with the with the. It was a family in- fun day. Mm-hmm. It was um, not a manic Monday, but it was a, a satanic fa- Sunday. No, a family fun day Sunday. Pew. Mm-hmm. Anyway, <laughs> um, parasite. Is is exactly as everyone has described it. It is. It lives up to the hype. Uh-huh. If you are having doubts because people talk up movies and saying yeah, this is great, you should. Watch oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. one of the worst things is being intimidated by films that people call high art. This film is absolutely high art. Mm-hmm. But uh, Shakespeare is an anarchist who loves who loves dirty jokes yes. and stabbing people uh-huh. in the face. <laughs> I, I don't know, high art, I guess that's how someone would describe it. But for me, for me, a layman watching Parasite, lay person, a lay person. Oh, a lay woman. Wait, that sounds that wrong. doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> a lay lady, <laughs> lay lady, a lay lady, a lay lady, a lay lady right. like me 
just watching the movie with no concept of what high art could or should be just enjoys the story the story Bullocks. and the, the character balderdash take that back you want me to take it back yes you know exactly what high art is you create it frequently ah thank you it's a subjective thing other people decide they look at it and decide ah that's high art ah that's low art ah that's not art other people decide but i for myself went there with an open mind because oh my gosh there was so much hype i wasn't sure what to expect so i went with an open mind and parasite people made me do a guessing thing yeah they heard it oh oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> you already heard do you, do you understand do you how heard? this show works we've only done 30 <laughs> some episodes of what a movie so pew made me guess yes and made forced at gunpoint uh-huh, you were mm-hmm. I, my life was at risk and I had to guess what Parasite was about and since I'd already heard rumors about it being about class mm-hmm. and I, that I, I I figured out that it might, must have been about classes living off of each other and yes. I was right I d- I almost disagree. Almost? I almost disagree. I dare you, Pew. I dare you to say I was wrong. It's a dare I'll gladly take. No, no, no. no. Initial guess. No, 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 no. I I only disagree. (laughs) I'm practicing my evil laugh because I'm trying to delve into theater. Did you like it? Were you convinced that I was laughing evilly? If if you think it was a good evil laugh, text 632. And if you think it was with good and if you think it was bad, Text, Don't text 236 with bad. <laughs> and we'll tally up those votes next episode. <laughs> oh, we sure will, Pew. So why are you disagreeing? As you we'll get into tea? that. I, I too can sip tea Here we go. Are we ceremoniously. Doing it? Here mm-hmm. we go. Say no. <sighs> All right. Mm-hmm. What? Um, I, What's I, your disagreement? Well, ping? Um, it, it's not so much with your take on it, but with the chatter around the film. And we'll get into that. What I'd like you to do, uh-huh. as per tradition, yes. is to summarize the film. But for this one, oh, I don't know what you to say. You want me to summarize Parasite? The first half. The, the first, first half. half. This film takes wait, 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 a okay, major, so major turn. What's the half point? I think we all know exactly what the half point oh, is when you find out my. that everything is different than what you thought it was yeah. in the movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think we'll get into that. I'm not, I, I'm, not, I'm not saying summarize the first half to avoid spoilers. Spoilers. Uh-huh. I just think that there's so much story going on that if you get the first half, we can pick up the conversation okay. and it'll come out organically how that turn happens right. and what what it, how it affects the rest of the film. Mm-hmm. So what is Parasite Parasite, about? first half. There's a poor family. They're living in a sem- semi-basement. It's not, a, it's not even a real basement because half of it is above ground and the rest of it is in the basement. And this is exactly how I remember you summarizing plots is you'd say like three words and then get <laughs> sidetracked into describing something that emotionally resonated with they're, you. They're, they're destitute. They're very poor and they're barely hanging on by a thread. None yeah. of them has a job. Then one of the, the, there's a, a father, a mother, a son and a daughter. And mm-hmm. the son's friend is leaving the country. And so he it tells the son, the son, the son's friend tells the son, hey, there's this job at this rich person's house, tutoring. Do you want the job? And he says, okay, I'll take it. So he gets the job. And then he finds out that they also want someone tutoring the other child to learn art. Yeah, the, the so daughter is studying English. She's in high school. Mm-hmm. And the son is six years old, maybe seven. Or is he a little I think older? he's a little younger than that. Okay. Yeah. Um, and he's... Maybe a little bit on the spectrum, uh-huh. 
it seems at first, but it you learn that that uh, he was, might not have been born on the spectrum. Right. He might have been placed there <laughs> through early life traumas. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so please continue. Yes. So the so the sister the okay. So father, mother, son, daughter. Right. So son and daughter end up working there as tutors, mm-hmm. and then they devise ways to get the dad. And the mom working for this same wealthy family yep. on the so other the side of town. So the dad becomes the driver mm-hmm. and the mom becomes the housekeeper. Yes. And this poor family has fully infiltrated this rich family. Yeah, and they're living off of them. Yeah. And they're to some degree or another doing the jobs they promised to do. I yes. think the poor mom and dad are more accurately executing mm-hmm. as promised than the son yes. and the daughter. Yes, yes. The son and the daughter are are, are schemers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Particularly the daughter is a bit oh of a, a brilliant bullshit artist. Yeah, she's, she's, she's fantastic. The acting is so good. So good. Oh, so are convincing. we in the goods already? No, okay, okay. No, no, not yet. Not yet, baby. I can hold off on the goods, but that's the first half. And then, and then we find we'll out. We'll leave it there. We'll leave it there. You want me to stop there? Yeah, yeah, we'll leave you it there. You don't want to get to the turn? The turn will... <laughs> If you like that evil laugh, text five two eight for <laughs> yes, love it, or seven three 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 for uh, could do without. Thank you, love you, not bye. But the 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 turn will we'll discuss it organically as the conversation goes along. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know what? If you haven't seen the movie, mm. hit pause. Go watch it. Yeah, it and is then come that back. good. It's mm. really well made. If you like film, if you like suspense if you like thrillers if you like having no idea what's going to happen yeah then please this is such a treat because you will not you will it it, the turn is so good baby how many times during the movie was i going no yeah no everything everything (laughs) but it's so damn fun while they're doing it like when the brother and sister show up for the first time and they're doing their little chanting poem yeah of who the sister is and where she comes (laughs) like the parts they're going to be playing it's so much fun how they do it Mm. all right let's get into the goods we're in the goods all right we're already in the what was good what worked in this film if anything it's (sighs) it's pretty (laughs) pretty dire okay first of all the script is fantastic the this I, I didn't know that those were not real set. I mean, I thought they the, were... You thought they were locations. I thought they were actual locations. Because if you've been to Korea, a semi-basement is not something that you can avoid. You, you're walking in the street and you can see... Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, yeah, these yeah. People houses, in their living people rooms, living bedrooms. Underground. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So I thought that it was a real place that they'd found. And I thought, oh, wow, that they found a place where they could fit their camera equipment and everything. <laughs> no, 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 no. It was all too... I mean, they... they Played their hand. It had to be a set because they flooded it. Mm. You can't just rent a, a semi basement and wait for it to rain enough that it floods right. and hope that you can clear out all that water. They oh had to gosh, control that every flood scene. Oh my gosh! It was really, really good. Everything was so exquisitely shot. I just, I loved everything. I, I feel like we're set. wasting the audience's time by listing the goods. Okay, let's. You want to go to the bad? No, no, no. Because there's so much good. Let's talk about it. <laughs> Just listing? Yeah, but okay. it's just no it's more like, listing. It's like when you watch uh, when you watch the top secret movie, the movie mm-hmm. with the cow with the boots, mm-hmm. and you're trying to explain to somebody what's good about it, mm. and instantly it just becomes a list of gags. Of whatever that were, happens yeah, in the movie. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. every scene is a good gag, so you just start rambling. Yeah. Um let's I'll, talk about the script. Okay. Let's mm-hmm. talk about the script for yeah. a minute. Yeah, this is your forte. P was a screenwriter. Did you know that? He's really good. I'm one of the best. <laughs> I know that. People you don't do. know that, so I'm telling them. The You know the script I'm working on now? Mm-hmm. 
I'll let you know. I'll let y'all know. It's Mechanicsburg. Fans of movies, the podcast, yes. have heard of it before. It is. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That was mm. one that I pitched on that show. Maybe I tried listening to that show, but you guys get so technical, you and your movie people. It wasn't for you. You weren't the target <laughs> audience. Okay. <laughs> and, you know, it, it. you help us to not get too in the weeds yeah. about film talk on. Do you think I should go and check movie out movies, mark. the podcast? No, no, but. Mm. I mean, you want to get into it? Let's get into it. Sure. Let's, let's throw down on air. Okay, baby. I think you could engage cinema with a more academic mind. <laughs> he said it. <laughs> really? It wouldn't hurt you. You're still allowed mm. to enjoy them as a non-academic audience member, yeah. too. I, I believe you see me nightly mm-hmm. uh, enjoying films as a plebeian and then picking them apart as an academic yes. later. But mm-hmm. you know that I first time viewing, I'm right there with you. With me. We yeah. just watched a Kiss Me Deadly. Mm-hmm. That was one that I was squirming <laughs> for the last 30 minutes with glee. Yeah. If you haven't seen Kiss Me Deadly, go watch it. It's where uh, some of your favorite filmmakers, including Spielberg and Tarantino. Get some of the ideas. To, <laughs> yeah, totally, totally, totally got some of their shots, Shot some of shot. their ideas, <laughs> some of their plot devices. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, anyway. Mm. Parasite. Yes. The script. Um, let, you know what? Let, let, let me talk about what I don't fully agree with about all the chatter on this film. And okay. it relates to the script. All right. All of the chatter was about how this film is really a, an amazing dissection of class conflict Mm. and caste systems that you're born into what you're born into and you'll die die in whatever you were born into kind of thing Mm. I thought this film would be more about class than Mm. it was oh I understand what you mean yeah what do I mean they played they played that class thing. I think I think there's a need among mm-hmm. people who r- write their thoughts, who critique movies yes. to find themes that relate to the life we live we're living right now. So I think that's why they latched onto that idea of yeah. class and disparity in income and so forth. But I it was more a story of human ingenuity and families and fun. I thought it was fun. It was wild fun. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing is when you, the, the way people talk, this was like a total, they, they would, they, they talk about how it's an indictment of class structure and. Oh, okay. I hadn't read that much. Mm-hmm. And you know, like it really, uh, here's the problem with that. Mm-hmm. Here's my, my problem with that is, mm. um, I think we can all, I don't know. We, maybe we can't all agree on this, but, mm. um, what I, what I'd hope is, that, that we can, uh, for the duration of this conversation, uh, you and me and the listeners can assume a humanitarian viewpoint. Mm. And in that humanitarian viewpoint, um, wealth hoarding is unacceptable. Yes. Because it, the, it, it is a zero-sum game. There are only so many potatoes that are grown every year. There mm-hmm. are only so many gallons of gasoline that we can excavate and burn. Yeah. So when the ultra-rich are hoarding at the expense of the middle and lower class, that's mm. a problem. Like for the duration of this conversation, let's agree on that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
if if we agree on that, if we take this humanitarian viewpoint, and that being the the reason that a caste system and a class system and income disparity mm. is not good or healthy, mm-hmm. then that would mean that the the ultra wealthy are villainous, and the poor are in a position to be heroic because they're fighting against great odds mm. to survive. Right? Mm, mm. Does does all this track yeah, so far? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, then if, if all that holds true, mm. then it would require the poor people yes. to be in this film to, yes. for it to hold true to yeah. these axioms, the poor people would have to be not such conniving pieces of shit <laughs> and the rich people would have to be more villainous. Yes. And the poor people were absolutely conniving pieces mm-hmm. of shit mm-hmm. and the rich people were absolutely kind considerate. Mm-hmm. They looked at the world around them. They were a bit ensconced in their own world and yeah. had developed some yeah, habits they, they because of that. They were condescending and they did look down on people who weren't in their class. As employees, people there only for their service. Well, yeah, they didn't see them as peers, that's for mm-hmm. sure. Mm. I thought you were talking about the smell thing. There's that. Which, and also forcing um, them to work on their day off. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's okay. That's yeah. They don't regard them as people who have their own lives. They are in the service of the rich, the people who are paying them to be able to live. To be fair, that family did not maintain their own lives. They mm. went all in on this scheme to exploit these people mm-hmm. at the expense of their own lives. They had four separate lives with four separate ambitions. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they worked together when it came to pizza box folding, but they yeah. were all trying <laughs> to do their different things and live their different lives mm-hmm. until all of them went all in on this scheme. On exploiting one family. So, mm-hmm. the, and that, that's where, that's where I, um, this is, at this point you're allowed to say, Pew, nobody cares about those things. Well, I want, but, I'm listening to you and, and as... Because I'm getting, like, am I getting too much in the weeds? I, I, yes. Okay, yes. okay. I then think let's pull you us are out. Getting, okay, no, no, baby. No, keep walking in the weeds. Sometimes when you're in the weeds, you find some nice nuggets. And you know, some, some weeds... Some deer nuggets? Mm-hmm, some weeds are invasive species. Mm-hmm. But they they remind us that we have an ecosystem to take care of. I don't know where this analogy is going. Yeah, these metaphors. <laughs> I think we need like fifteen more metaphors for this conversation to work. <laughs> no. So now, when you're in these weeds, you'll find yourself in dark waters. <laughs> My point a is a ship adrift at sea. No, you cannot weeds, steer a train. Th- that is true. Wait, you cannot steer a train. You can steer train. Trains have steering wheels. No. They don't. Do you understand? Is it all buttons? Mm-hmm. Do what? you do you do you know what trains do? <laughs> yeah, trains. Uh, they, what are they? What are they on? Trains. What are they on? What are they on? They're on rails. Yes. Mm-hmm. So how? You don't have a steering wheel, baby. You haven't watched those movies uh, where they have where they're racing trains, <laughs> <laughs> driving <laughs> the Indy Five Hundred, yeah. but in you locomotives. Have to, you, have to, you have to turn the wheel if you want it to move to another to another rail. No, you change. You steer the we- the rails. You don't steer the train. Oh! You switch the rail, and then the rails will move, and the train can go down a different path. You can path. switch the rails from the train. Uh, I maybe. Oh! But it's it's the rails that that move, not this the the you don't. Anyway, no, no, we are well trains. and lost in metaphors <laughs> no, right now. Let's talk okay. about parasite. Okay, so you're saying mm-hmm. that the the if you looked at it overall. Yes. The the rich people were actually kind of good, and the poor people were eh, 
bad if we were just going black and white. If we if we're just would would trying to I would say sum it up. if we had to go binary, mm-hmm. the poor people were more villainous yeah. than the rich people in that film. Mm-hmm. And then you could rebuttal with, yeah, but it's the rich people who created this situation in the first place. To which I would say, everybody is responsible for their own actions. That is true. And people are born into... Okay, this is where I would disagree a little bit. Please do. If you are born into a a social class, a socioeconomic class that you Mm -hmm. cannot escape from no matter what you do, what are your options? If trying to find a job doesn't work... The 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 boy, Mm -hmm. our, our poor boy... Mm-hmm. was given a valid option. Mm. He came in, he lied his way into a job. Mm-hmm. Cool. Fine. Not good, Yes, but he got the job. Yes. When he got the job, mm-hmm. the rich mom said, I was going to pay you the same as the last tutor, mm-hmm. but I figured why not put a little bit on top to account for inflation. inflation. Yeah. So mm-hmm. he not only got the job, but he got a bonus on top of that. Mm-hmm. He could have taken the job. Yeah. He could have done the job. The way he was supposed to. Yes. Yes. After the job was done successfully, he could have asked the mother for recommendations saying mm-hmm. like, look, I'm, I'm semester's almost over. Mm-hmm. I'd like to be picking up more hours. If you know yeah. anyone else who has a child that needs tutoring, mm. Two years go by, he's got a, yeah. two more students than he can handle. He mm-hmm. starts having to hire out. Mm. Five years go by, he has a business, an Ekaiwa. Right, yeah. If he had walked English the straight and mm. narrow, he had, he had windows of behaving rightly that he closed voluntarily. Okay, I, fine, yes. Mm. But, Bibi, yes. if you're desperate, you're living in that semi-basement... You see, these people are rich. They're throwing money around. They don't even they don't even ask for evidence. They just go by your word. Would you not try to get the rest of your family out of the quagmire of 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 poverty? Would you not try? I think it's desperation that pushes people to do things like this. That it's not if if the rich people were desperate, I'm sure they would have done the same thing. And I imagine at work, the the work that they're they're privileged enough to have. That, that pays well. I'm sure that there, there are things that they do that are unethical, but they have to do them because they want to keep their jobs and they want to continue earning what they're earning at those high, high uh, paying jobs. Mm-hmm. People, desperate times call for desperate measures. I'm with these, okay, they're wicked, but I'm with the poor people on this one. The rich also, I feel, I feel for them. No one deserved <laughs> the carnage at the end. That was, <laughs> that was crazy. <laughs> but at the same time, we have to acknowledge that when people are desperate, when they're pushed to the corner and they're being squeezed into, into crevices and they have nowhere to go, nothing, nothing they do is working for them. The minute you see a light at the end mm-hmm. of the tunnel, you're going to race toward that light. You're going to pry that door open and you're going to try and let as many of your people through as, as you can. That's just how people are. That's how desperation works. And so I like, I like that in the end, everyone kind of, Paid for Would you say mistakes. that it was an, an all are punished and all are punished? Yes, I now know where that comes from. Yeah. <laughs> we watched Shakespeare in Love. It was nah. We did not watch Shakespeare in Love. Shakespeare again. Shakespeare does things. <laughs> oh, good lord! <laughs> Shakespeare does things. <laughs> Lines around the block for that film. <laughs> That scene where he brushes his teeth, good lord. (laughs) You'll pay for your whole seat, but you only need the edge. Yes. Get like that. (laughs) Yes. 
What's the title of that movie? Anyway, it's Leonardo DiCaprio and Clara Dane. It's a very obscure piece of Shakespeare's writing. It's called (laughs) Romeo and Juliet. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) One of his lesser known pieces. (laughs) I didn't know they'd just gone with the title. Okay, Romeo and Juliet, that makes sense. (laughs) Yeah. Shakespeare lessons. Okay, so that's that's my point. When, When people are pushed to the edge Mm -hmm. you cannot fault them for trying to to claw their way back so i thought that bong joon ho that -hmm. was fantastic how he how he handled that that everyone is human and humans are going to do what they think they need to do to survive that's fair that's all totally totally fair Mm -hmm. and i think this is what makes it a masterpiece Mm -hmm. is that the poor son had an, op- an an invitation mm-hmm. that anyone um middle class or above mm. would see how i saw right yes mm-hmm. as like well this is you just walk the straight line and yeah. you're good and then it'll work out for you everything but will, people will go who perfectly. came up below middle class mm-hmm. like you mm-hmm. are like no that straight line is not visible to us no we do not see that line that you're seeing mm. that you just have to walk as easy as walking down yeah, to the corner be market fine. you know you just pay your dues and then you yeah. lift it out above it no no it doesn't work that way no and this is what mm. makes it a masterpiece mm-hmm. is it's two totally different films yeah. for for us it's mm-hmm. completely different films let's talk about the turn mm. cuz there are two films in this film besides yeah. the two that we're discussing now yeah, yeah. there halfway through the film uh-huh. mm. please halfway through the film er amagir yes oh my goodness greshels make a gresh of greshel town and all his relatives more? Greshel's my crash of Greshel town. Greshel's my crash of bar. Greshel's my crash of Greshel town. Greshel's my crash of Greshel's my crash of Greshel's my crash of bar. Please, what happens next? Oh my gosh! So halfway through the film, we find out that in the basement of this house, the basement beneath the basement. Oh yeah, it is a basement beneath the base because they yes. have the basement where that's the cellar. Yeah, they have the cellar yeah. for all their, and then their plum more wines and, yes. and whiskey bottles and everything. <laughs> yeah. And then there's another basement under the basement. I'm going to I'm gonna argue again and we'll, I'll be right this time. Okay. But please continue. Okay. Basement under the basement. Turns out that the previous housekeeper who was ousted by the schemings of this family of four mm-hmm. had her husband living there. A husband who had lost his job, who had failed at many businesses and didn't have any recourse and didn't have Mm -hmm. any other means of income, was living in the basement of the basement and he hadn't had any food to eat since his wife was ousted as housekeeper. She had been the one taking care of him. Mm -hmm. When first half of the film, Mm -hmm. the housekeeper looks very demure, very cool, calm, collected. Like she's she has a handle on things. Yeah, that Mm. she's she's a a level or two above our family, mm-hmm. our main family, mm-hmm. the the main poor family. Because mm-hmm. she lives there. Yeah. 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 She and she lives. looks like she's doing fine and she can walk the walk and she can talk mm-hmm. the talk with mm-hmm. the rich folks. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, she is no. absolutely as destitute as the four schemers who and, yes. infiltrated the house. And as much of a parasite as they are <laughs> yes. living off of the, of the rich people, she and her husband. So, so at this point, mm. there's the four, the family of four. Mm-hmm plus another two people, the old housekeeper and her husband, yeah. all 
living off of this one rich family yeah. and trying to hide in the house at the same time. And <laughs> yeah. it's, it has been so long since I've seen wheels come off like that in a film, like just a turn that <laughs> good. Yeah. I think the crazy part is, I mean, we start seeing, we start realizing that, okay, we, we have no idea where this is going. When we see the lady, the, the housekeeper, she says, the former housekeeper comes and says, I just forgot something downstairs. Let me go find it. And she goes there and she's trying to pry. Yeah. 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 yeah with her whole body. Yeah. Cause the crank had come off anyway. That's where it happens. And we find out that her husband is almost at death's door because he's hungry and starved and no one, he hasn't had anything down there, but it's a, it's a full, full on house down there. There's a bathroom. Yeah. He has some entertainment. And then the family is supposed to be away. The rich family is supposed to be away. On a camping trip. Yeah, but they come back because of the rain. It's a deluge. Yes. So now there are. (laughs) <laughs> 10 people in this house, yeah. four of whom live there properly uh-huh. and aren't aware that and, there is no idea that of, the, of the, what's been happening. Yeah. <laughs> and you have a good hour just watching that chaos unfold. Yeah. It's really, it's gripping to the last moment. Now, baby. Yes. Talk to me. In the beginning of the movie, the boy, someone comes to the family with a stone, a rock. Mm-hmm. And give them the rock. They're given the rock. for It's a gift from someone else. They say it's for good luck or something like that. Yep. And then they have the rock the whole time. Not good luck. I think it was good fortune. It'll good bring fortune. you money. Ah, okay. Ah, there's a distinction. Yes. Oh, okay. And I understand. Now, they have this rock the whole time, baby. Yes. Please. You are very good at metaphors. Hmm? Mm-hmm. What's I'm so that good at them. I, 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 call, I call them meta fives. Meta fives? That's oh. how good I am at them. <laughs> You're silly. <laughs> Tell me, what is this metaphor? This this rock? Because the boy has it at the end. Even when the house is flooding in the end, he saves the rock. Mm-hmm. Of all the things he could have saved, he saved the rock. Mm-hmm. You remember what he does at the end? Does he throw it away? He leaves it in a river. He does. You remember? Do you remember? remember. Yes, now I remember. Okay. Yes, he leaves it in a river. But at that point, I'm so shocked from what happened in the previous <laughs> yeah, scene. Like, okay, <laughs> I was so stunned. Do you remember how stunned I was that when when the people who invited us, it was um, uh, Hugh, Hugh and, and her husband yes. Alex. They invited us to watch this movie with them. Right? It was a, a big opening. Yes, hosted by the A A J A L A. The American Association, Asian American, the uh, Asian American Journalists Association, the yes. LA chapter, A A J A L A. Yeah, I always get that. Was wrong hosting too. that screening. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so big shout out to Hugh. Big yeah. shout out to A A J A L A. Thank you for for putting all that together. Yes, yeah. Hugh and Alex showed up. Yeah. So at the end of the, we weren't sitting together. So at the end of the movie, mm-hmm. she's the one that that, um, that broke brought through you back my to stupor. Earth. Yes, I was so stunned. After that last scene, <laughs> that second to last scene. The, the the birthday party. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Even now remembering it. Ah, the blood spattering and everything. So, baby, tell me what's this rock? It was it's, supposed to just be good fortune? No, it was supposed to bring them money, and I dare say it did. It did. And then they got greedy and tried to take advantage of the rock and valued the money over their own family values. Yeah. No, I, th- I think... Mm. Can I be honest with yeah. you? I think the rock was a bit of a, a, what do they call it? A red herring? 
Uh, oh, a distraction. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Like, look over here. Look over here. Yeah. It's a big. Uh, um, and then in the poster, they have the boy holding the rock, so it looks yes. like he's about to go and kill someone, right? Yeah, he to sure tried someone. with mm-hmm. that rock. Wait, someone else tried to kill. Wait, everybody's that's his plan. Everyone yeah, was, was trying to kill someone else with that. Rock. Yeah, mm. yeah. That rock was like pure evil. If you let it be the mm-hmm. the the, the um, totem mm-hmm. for pure evil, right? If you let it be the totem for money coming in, it was mm-hmm. the totem for money coming in, right? Mm-hmm. Or maybe it was just a rock, and these people were kind of assholes. Mm. And here's the thing: here's mm. if I may disagree with with you once more, mm. and you can, you know, it's okay, baby. I, I can defend myself. I hear you. I hear what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Um, the night of the rainstorm that we find out that the, there's a whole nother movie tucked away inside of this movie. <laughs> yes. Um, the family, the poor family has oh. taken over the rich family's house mm. and they're just trashing it. Yeah. They're drinking the whiskey and smashing bottles right. and throwing chips and snacks. Yes. Mm. Just, you know, really like making it shitty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. The boy mm. saw a possible bit of light in mm. in the a crack in the wall that he might be able to pry his way through and mm-hmm. get his family through as well. Mm. Fair, fair mm. enough. Mm-hmm. Once they had all gotten to that little sliver of light mm-hmm. and had gotten through the wall, mm. they were all assholes. Mm-hmm. If they had treated it like a job, if mm. if any of those four people had said, like, guys. Mm. This is our shot. Mm-hmm. This is, we have a chance here. Yeah. We can't do this. Mm. The whole thing would, it, it all would have happened differently. Mm. I would say, baby, that I think, and they handle this very nicely because they don't talk about it in the movie, mm-hmm. but it's just something I think you would know instinctually if, if instinctively if, you, if you've uh, been exposed to these circumstances. Now, I don't think that family had any idea of the opportunity that they had. I think they just saw it as something for the next uh, next few days or the next few months or something. It was just, mm-hmm. they didn't think of it in the long term. And that's something, that kind of education, knowing when you see an opportunity, it's something that people who are not born into situations where opportunities present themselves, they just don't know how to handle when they have something good. So it's like, it's like um, financial uh, literacy. They they yes. didn't have financial literacy. They didn't see they they didn't see the possibility of what a stable job could bring them in the end because they did had no experience of it. The dad had st- tried many businesses; they had failed. The mm-hmm. mom as well, right? The restaurants and everything. Yeah, I think it's it's um, I think it's a study of the different kinds of literacy. Oh, yeah, I see that you are watching films with an academic mind. Aren't bah, you? No, no, you are. Yeah, I'm a la lady, but I have I have ideas. You those. are a la lady. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because she's la lady. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! She's, she's la lady. Talking about this little, little, little lady. lady. Yeah, la lady. Whoa, whoa, whoa! And that la lady is mine. mine. <laughs> I have a question. I hope I have an answer. It's about your family. Oh boy. It's about your sister. Which one? Your younger one. I know her. Selena. I've met her at least once. Hi, Selena. (laughs) If you are Selena, text 634. (laughs) I'm Selena. So, baby, is is Selena a lay lady when it comes to movies? Or is she not a lay lady because she's already 
in the priesthood. Dun, dun, dun. Wait, you think becoming a priest is the same as going to film school? No, you're no longer. You can you cannot call oh. yourself a layperson. Oh, because she's of the cloth. Uh huh. Huh. So she does she qualify as a lay lady like me? I think um, I think this is the 21st century, and people are allowed to identify as they please. As they please. Okay. Selena, if you're a lay lady, uh, declare it. She's and, a lay lady, and we we support you. If you are, um, what's the opposite of lay lady? Um, someone who's uh, an expert. Yeah, if you're an expert, <laughs> just say the word. That's a silly. Um, I really enjoyed Parasite Ping. I did too. I think it was a phenomenal we're, film. If you look at it in, in if you look at it from um, a universal perspective, we're all parasites. Yeah. We are eating up That's the That's the thing. The mm-hmm. film should have been called Symbiote. Symbiote? Yeah. Because we're living off of each other. Yeah. Ah. The poor live off the rich, the rich live off the poor. That's true, but then Symbiote is boring. I think Parasite is a better title. It's more <laughs> yeah, it grabs you more. Yeah, because it it it, it shows um that it, 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 it doesn't say who's who. It doesn't yeah. say who's the, who's the parasite. So who was the parasite? That's the thing is, I felt consistently like the poor family was the parasite. I felt consistently like there were both, on both sides, there were all parasites. All of them. The rich are afforded that lifestyle because the poor exist. Yes, that's true. Yeah, you need that cheap labor. So you're that's a parasite. True. You're living off of other people's lives and time. So that you can you can um, enjoy your own. Everyone was a parasite in that one. There was no question about it for me. Yeah. So I was right. <laughs> dang, dang, dang. Celebrate good times. Come, Come on. on. Do swing keys right. <laughs> uh, the bads. The bads. What was bad in this film? Baby, you. I've been racking my brain. Your brain is well racked at mm, this point. I cannot find a single bad other than the stone. If I had to, if I had to force myself to say something bad, Mm -hmm. I would say. So, what was that stone about? (laughs) It wasn't very clear to me, and and uh, it's not even a bad because it's it's a device. It's It's a a plot device. A slightly uh, not understood element of the script for you, for me, just for me. So, but it wasn't poorly made or anything like that. It was well executed. Not in the least. They chose the best stone. (laughs) Every scene involving the stone, it looked like an actual stone. Like when the guy was getting his head bashed in with the stone, it looked like a real stone. That was one of the shots. I, I guess, I hope. I don't know that CG has gotten so good. It really just, it's it's the small things that yeah. CG, that, that, that don't pass the smell test with CG. Like we've mm. never seen two giant robots mm. punch through a sky rise. Yeah. Um, so when we see it on screen, we're like, yeah, okay, that, well, sure, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But it's, it's too familiar, not that we're seeing people get smashed with rocks every yeah. day, mm. but those like subtle movements mm-hmm. of getting hit in the head with a rock and then your finger twitching. Yeah. That shot just looked too perfect mm. 
for me to believe it was CG. There, mm-hmm. I, I don't know how they did that. Oh, show. yeah, because that rock sounded like a rock. It fell like a rock. And his head bounced like it was a rock and his hand twitched <laughs> like, like he'd like just it, been hit yes. with a rock. <laughs> yeah. There yeah. was no, nothing. And the same thing with when he got yanked back, when he had the mm. rope around his yes. neck. That was another stunt that I was just like, shit, they did that. He really is getting pulled from that part of his body. Mm-hmm. I imagine that the pressure was more on his sternum than on his neck. Yeah. But he really just took that fall. Wow. And that's where the 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 hit was very close to yeah, the neck yeah. on that. Gosh. Really amazing stunt work in this Okay, film. we we did really badly listing bads. Yeah. Yeah, even the bads <laughs> turned into shit that we it's not even couldn't believe that yeah. as we saw it we yeah. were amazed that Do it was happening. You have any bads, baby? Um gosh. Not not really. Mm. The we talked about this after the show mm. and Alex agreed with you. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked it. Mm. Might've been too on the nose. So the, 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 the little brother, he was traumatized when he was five years old or six years old or something. He, mm-hmm. it, it was the day of his birthday party. Mm-hmm. The cake was delicious and he snuck downstairs to eat the cake. Please. I hope to God you've seen this film. I don't want to be ruining it. I'm just mm-hmm. setting up what we're talking about here. Mm-hmm. The husband who has been living underneath their house was coming up for food Mm. and the son, the little boy sees the poor husband coming up the stairs and thinks he sees a ghost Mm -hmm. on the the night of his birthday. Mm -hmm. From there, he is convinced the house is haunted. Mm. Um, Doesn't help that the husband is tapping out Morse code on the house lights Mm -hmm. and the son is reading it. (laughs) Because he's a boy scout, you see. Yes. Um. It was very on the nose Mm. when the rich mom, after establishing that the boy had been traumatized on his birthday, Mm. after making it absolutely clear Mm. that that is why they never have birthdays at the house anymore because Mm. they don't want him to relive that trauma. Mm. After all of this, they come back from the camping trip and the mom is like, we're having a birthday party for our son at home. Mm -hmm. We... We want to celebrate how not traumatized he is by having a birthday. I felt like that was very, very much on the nose mm. that she said specifically it was yeah. celebrating that, that he was going to be de-traumatized yeah. on the day of his birth at their house I, with I, a big, yeah. big, big impromptu party with everyone there. <laughs> and we're, you know, we're a good hour and 40 minutes into the film. Like mm. there's no way this isn't the build up to the third act. There's no way shit's not oh, popping okay. up. There's so 10 where- people living in the basement so, of this house. So baby, so baby, this is where you where the perspective of, of a lady or a la man. Uh, 24 hours of Le Mans. I've yes. been there, done that, really? shot it and then acted in a movie about <laughs> it. This is where it comes in handy because at that point, I'm not thinking, oh, oh, this is building up to something because the movie is always building up to something unless they're planning there's, to just... Yeah, that's the thing. A movie is always building up to no something. There's no secret to it. It builds up to the third act. A movie is always you building up to something. You know everything's so going to go when, off in the third I just act. Thought, when, I, when I saw the lady going, oh yeah, we're going to have a... We're, it's going to be like a de-traumatization party. You know what I mean? When she yes. says that, I was thinking, I was just thinking, oh, okay, party. Nice. Wait. He's traumatized, huh? Okay, all right, party, yay. But I wasn't thinking ab- about, oh, this is, we are now going into the third act. That's not how w- normal people watch movies, baby. We're just, we're just watching things as they unfold. And I thought that it was funny 
darling. In the beginning of the movie, the guy who talks about who who talks about this possible tutoring job to his friend, mm-hmm. the son, the son in the poor family, the he, the guy who talks about it to him does tell him this the the lady, the rich lady in this house. She's kind of simple, daft, yeah. She's yeah. kind of daft. So that she's saying daft things isn't surprising to us, and it doesn't mean anything because she's always saying daft things. Do you understand? I do. And you just made me think of that shot when the mom is out at the picnic table mm-hmm. and the the housekeeper mm. is trying to wake her up. Mm-hmm. And then the housekeeper goes, bah! like she claps really hard next to the mom's head to wake her mm-hmm, up. Mm-hmm. Was the mom, Did the mom have a habit? A, hab- a habit? No, she was just stupid. Okay, but she did you take the rich that, mom, like, right? Yeah, the rich mm. mom was she drinking all day or no? I think she was just a lazy lady, and also okay. the housekeeper didn't want the housekeeper was aware, obviously, that the lady's simple. She's kind of uh, she's not all there. She's yeah. daft, right? And I think just give give. She didn't want the daft lady to know that she knows she's daft. The housekeeper didn't want. The daft lady to know that the housekeeper knows that the deaf lady is daft. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so the, she, she's she's um, mentally superior, I think, intellectually superior than her employer, but she doesn't want the employer to know that she knows. Yes. yes. I, that all follows. They were all towing the line of yeah. trying to be a little dumber, but also always being a little smarter than right, the rich right. mom. Right, right, yeah, yeah. So, so that they could play her the way they wanted to. They played her like a fiddle. <laughs> they, okay. Everyone knew. But when you have when mm-hmm. you have six people hiding in a basement mm-hmm. and a rich family mm-hmm. with a traumatized son, mm-hmm. shit's gonna pop off. Mm-hmm. Obviously, when you're having a house party, mm-hmm. that's a pretty good time for shit to pop. You don't have to be a film expert to know this. All that, like, it was all on the table that mm-hmm. that this is not going to end well. We knew it was going to yeah, have but a when, big finale. Yes, yes, but but when mm-hmm. she like basically turned to the camera and was like, it's a de-traumatization party. That was like when it was maybe, maybe taking a step too far and in, mm. in winking at the audience and in, in elbowing us and being like, eh, you ready for this shit? It's coming. Uh, it's so coming. Okay. I'll just I, I reiterate. That is not how I watched it at totally all. Fair. At totally all. fair. I was just, I was there for the ride and I, I really, I, I was, I was, I was really in it. I wasn't thinking, ah, this is where everything's going to go wrong. I knew something was going to go wrong somewhere because everyone looked like they were about to snap and snap they did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I wasn't thinking, oh, this is this is the the let's do this button. That this yeah. lady said this wasn't for me. A uh, 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 flag, like someone flagging down cars that are about to start racing. No, not like at all. Like 24 hours of Le Mans? Uh, yes, where I've been, like Le Mans, but it, it's, and it, shot. You would, and then you really would know if you were uh, Le Mans. I would know. I do know what Le Mans is. Bah! Please, moving on. Bah! All right. Mm-hmm. I think we've covered it. There are no bads in this film. There it is aren't. An immaculately there aren't. Even the film. bad that Pew tried to kind ah, of maybe ah, point out. I've got a bad for you. Wasn't really I've got bad. a bad for you. Uh, you have not, not once since we've seen it praised the colors. What? That was secondary to everything else. It was so fantastic. I wasn't even worried about the colors. The colors are great. <laughs> in the house, <laughs> they have the house is kind of a simplistic, minimalist uh, household because mm-hmm. they're rich. A portrait of austerity. Yes, but still, there's some things that really stick out. Like there would be a red vase, vase somewhere. Vase. The table, the the wood looked so exquisite. I almost I can't believe it was a set. 
They made that up. I thought that was someone's house. <laughs> I really thought that was someone's house. I thought everything was real. I was reading about it's the it. The magic of film, Pew. And magic. the director took his like he he had to have the house in a specific way for the story to work. Mm-hmm. Everything had to be the stairs have to come into the living room has to be connected to the kitchen in that way. Mm-hmm. He took his sketches or his layouts to architects mm-hmm. and they said nobody would ever build a house like this. This mm-hmm. makes no sense for uh, from an architectural standpoint. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was reading about it too. It's, it's, really? It yeah, wouldn't yeah. make sense? The house, the layout made sense to me. It made sense in the context of the story. Of the film, yeah. But what, what, what I took from that was that the architect said nobody would design this naturally. This is mm. not a logical way to, to build, mm. to design or build a house. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. Uglies. We're, what, <laughs> oh, remember, was just, rife to, with uglies. just to review, mm. um, uglies are things that are, uh, well executed, but designed to be off-putting. So good is good. Mm-hmm. Bad is stuff that's poorly made and, yeah. and ugly poorly is mm. well-made and in being well-made is revolting. Yes. Okay. I have a couple, but the main one for me mm-hmm. is when that the poor man living in the basement of the rich house mm-hmm. Comes up the stairs. That image still haunts me. And you you mean when his, the boy sees him? The boy sees him, yeah. and, and we see him also for the for the first time with the with the boy. I mean, with the the way we see him yeah, for the we, first time, the way the boy saw him. Yes, yes, we saw what the boy saw the night that traumatized yes. him. Absolutely traumatizing. I would be traumatized even as a grown up if I saw someone coming up. Even even knowing later on that they're not a ghost and they're a real person living in my basement, I would still. <laughs> well, which is honestly, which is worse, is if it's a ghost or if it's a real person who's living in your house? I think secretly? that they're both equally terrible. Okay. Mm. Imagine, baby, if someone you're in the kitchen and then you find someone just rising from the drainage. No, 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 no. <laughs> how, no. how big is it? How thin is this person? I don't know. Maybe a tiny person coming up through the drain. No, well, that I don't would want... obviously be a spook specter or uh, other type of ghoul. I think I would turn on the, the what is it called? The, the incinerator? The, the, no, it's called the food disposal. <laughs> the food disposal, yeah. <laughs> the incinerator. Do you Insinco- see a pillar of flame come no, no, out? But it's, uh, ours is called incinerator. That's why I always think Oh, yeah, yeah incinerator. that's clever, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> yeah. So just that image of that man rising and he's balding and his eyes are... Oh. Like those beady, creepy, nightmare eyes. That's the thing. Yes. Yeah. That was very unsettling. Seeing very, seeing very. that kid get hit in the head with the rock was unsettling. Mm-hmm. Um, the house, the, the semi-basement house when it was flooding. Mm-hmm. Oh, the toilet mixed, scene. Yeah, with the, the sewage and everything. The, yeah, that was pretty ugly. Mm. Um, intellectually, there were some horrible things when the dad says, no, no, leave the windows open. Mm. Let that fumigation smoke come in we've got free fumigation mm-hmm. that was heartbreaking mm-hmm. that it, it felt too real mm-hmm. that that has happened too many times mm-hmm. yeah gosh what a heartbreaking film it is it's very very heartbreaking and then them having to run i mean how low are Can these basement go? house yeah I, how low are they living because they so when the, 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 the night of the deluge and they mm-hmm. finally escape from the house, when the family comes back, they have to hide first, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then when they finally get to leave the house, they're, they're going downhill for so long, 
from that 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 the the fancy house on the yep, hill. Yep, yep. They're going downhill for so long, and then we see the normal town, the normal places where normal people live, the less than normal places where other less than normal people live, and yep. then. Just keep going down and downstairs and down, and the rain is coming down, and, and then they realize, ah, this rain is coming down, and it's going down to our level. Yeah, 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 yeah. Carrying all the filth from all the the streets above them. That was that image of how low the low go. Wait, I'm not trying to make light of it, but it does sound like it. <laughs> it, it was that was that was a very. Uh, It was a, a jolt. Yeah, 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 yeah. What a good movie! I got a new question for you that has never been asked before on what a movie question mark. Uh huh. Um, what what do you what do you reckon you took away from this film? Like, how will it change the way you engage with the world, if at all? Okay, it didn't change the way I engage with the world. Okie dokie. <laughs> it was a lofty question because it uh, it very adeptly summarized the reality for a lot of people that's just life and it was specific the execution was specific to how life is for s- such people and such classes and uh in korea in seoul to be specific mm-hmm. it's different when you go to the farmland but everyone's it, poor out in the farmlands yeah yeah <laughs> and and you know you, you also can get by with a lot less yeah 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 so even though you're poor city poor in very large quotes in the countryside you're fine Yeah. Yeah. So it just um for me it was just a reminder that people are the same it doesn't matter where you are in the world. We're all the same. Humans are the same. When faced with the same circumstances, same opportunities, humans will basically do the same thing depending on what they're equipped with mentally. Yeah. And where where you're born, your status usually does dictate how far your intelligence has been uh, ex- exercised. So, yeah. A recent study, mm. I wish I had more specifics on this, uh, revealed that that life expectancy mm. isn't tethered to the class you're in mm. as much as it is tethered to the education you have growing up. Mm-hmm. So if you're born poor mm. and have a good education, your life expectancy is closer to that of someone who was born rich mm. and had a good education mm-hmm. it has more to do with with what what you learn and what you're able to apply in life mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. how far you're allowed to ex- ex- to exercise or exert mm-hmm. your your emotional mental and physical intelligence things that yes. you learn when you're when in formative years and formative yeah. years can be even when you're a little older but I'm still in my formative years yeah <laughs> but you you know what i mean i i mean that it's it's sometimes it's really a matter of what you have at hand at your disposal the knowledge that you can draw from in these situations sometimes you're lucky and you have someone who's like a guru who comes in just when you need them but if you don't have that person who comes in with sagacious advice leading you in the right path then You're on your own. Yeah. Yeah. And you will make the wrong decisions. And you won't even know that they're the wrong ones. Yeah. So for me, it I didn't really learn anything. It was just a reminder that humans around the world face the same face the same challenges. It was nice to see it through the window of a Korean genius. I I cannot I cannot No, 
dispute anything. No, you nailed it. You totally <laughs> nailed it. I've got nothing to add. Yeah. Um, just that for my money, mm. this is the best, best picture I can remember. Mm. The best picture gets awarded to something safe, something about Usually, a soldier, yeah. something about how great filmmaking is mm. and how it can make or all the how great America is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm I'm really happy to see the best picture go to a film that um that I think I uh, that pe- obviously people are enjoying it, mm. but I think in five years and ten years and fifty years, people will still be watching it mm. and being like, "Holy shit, they mm. pulled it off!" Mm. Like the way we we just saw Psycho the other mm. week. And we were both watching like, holy <laughs> shit, they pulled it off. Yeah. How did they do that? 60 years. And you you had seen it before, so you knew what was coming. I had no idea Man, <laughs> what was going. Man, two That film got you on both of yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. Just a left hook and a right yeah. hook on the two big twists. Wait, what? 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 <laughs> we're going to hear the, are the violins going to come for them? Yeah. That's, you okay? Yeah. You look very pensive suddenly. No, I'm just thinking about... Uh, these good movies and how it's very clear that Parasite is going to stand the test of time. Absolutely. Yeah. Without a doubt, it's going to stand. It's wonderful. Yeah. Um, mm. It did make me think from a screenwriter's perspective, and then we'll get, we'll get out of here. We're, mm-hmm. we're almost, we're rounding out. Mm. Uh, a twist at the end of the film is mm. very difficult to do. Mm-hmm. A twist in the middle of the film mm. is almost impossible. Mm. Something that happens dead center mm-hmm. that makes you recontextualize everything you mm. thought you knew about the film. Mm-hmm. Psycho pulled it off with the, the, you know, the shower scene. Yeah. <laughs> and I think uh, Parasite pulled it off mm. with the the basement scene mm-hmm. where the Wait, what you yeah. too <laughs> yes yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah where you as the audience um when you go back and review it everything was set up everything was in place but you realize that you're watching a completely different film yeah. than you thought you were watching mm. and you're able to adjust and you're able to ride with them into the the second half of the film. Mm. Because they were right. Like that was the film you were watching the whole time. It's mm. a very, very difficult trick. Mm. Um, very rare. Mm. Very, very rare in film. I can only think of those two examples where the entire film gets inverted mm. halfway through. And they're, impo- they're so much fun to watch because you have no idea. Mm. You have no idea where you're headed after that. Yeah. In conclusion, I will say this. I pray that you will. From here henceforth. And forever? And forever. Writer, producer, director, Bong Joon-ho will heretofore henceforth, notwithstanding. In perpetuity? In perpetuity. (laughs) Be known as Professor Bong Uh, Joon-ho. Sensei? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 He he has attained that status. It's emeritus. It's everything you want it to be. It's yours. And he will always have a place at our table. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Anytime. ever in town. If, uh-uh, this is to you, Professor Bong Joon-ho. Sensei, huh? hi. Onigashimasu. Yeah, sensei, if you are in town, you find yourself in LA and Quentin, hmm, cutie, he's busy doing something. And Leonardo DiCaprio is doing a movie in another country and you don't have friends. Please, come down to our house. We will open our doors to you. I'll cook you something Kenyan. I might even throw in a little bit of something Korean. Hmm? Mm. We'll mix it up. Yes, please. Professor, you're always welcome in our home. Thank you for Parasite. If people liked what they heard, where could they find you, Swinky? Swinkymusic.com. Hi. And on the gram? On the gram. Oh, yes. Every day I have something to say at Swinky Doodles. Mm -hmm. And every other 
every now and then. Yeah, <laughs> I have other things to say at Swinky Music. So Swinky Doodles is for the drawings you draw every day, mm-hmm. and Swinky Music is for you, your life, your art, your yes. work. Mm-hmm. Uh, and how, what about you? What about me? You're cute. Is your hair sticking out of your headphones? So adorable. You paint You're a like picture a with doll. words, darling. Um, you can love find me you. at JJ Kester on the gram. I love you, Pink. I love you too, with all my heart. Also, Sunshine Pictures LLC, an actual LLC. Congratulations, Pink. Uh, that, that's the one company. we're dissolving. Wait, what? What is all this misinformation that you, you are spouting on the Hollywood? So are, you going to, are you going to change the website too? It's, uh, are you going to make it Sunshine, Sunshine Pictures LLC.com mm. will still get you there. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you don't have time to stroke all those keys, mm-hmm. just type Thayu Photo. Thayu, T H A Y U. And what does that mean? Peace. Yes, it does. <laughs> yes. Thayu. We wish you Thayu. Thank you so much for listening. If you liked what you heard, the nicest thing you can do in return is give us a good review on the podcast aggregator that you're currently using. If you want to contact us, you can do so at hollywoodfishbowl.com. For all things swinky, check out swinkymusic.com. The Hollywood Fishbowl is produced by Jesse Kester. Hey, wouldn't you know it? That's me. We'll be back with another episode next week. Thanks for listening. Bye. Drops. <laughs>